Welcome to Words of Restoration with the Anointed One. I pray that these words will bless you today in the name of Jesus Christ. Today's topic is the trap of sin. Saints of God, in this series, I am going to break the trap of sin into three parts. The first is God's dislike for sin. The second is his love and response to those who sin. And the third will be our response to God because he has pulled us close and he is forgiving us by reason of the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. And so it's important for us to know, saints of God, that sin, iniquity and transgressions are limiting factors in our relationship with God. The Bible says in the book of Ezekiel chapter 18 verse 20, that the soul that sinneth shall die. Now, death here simply means separation from God. But that in itself is dangerous. Now, separation from God, from his protection and from his presence. The Bible says sin is like filthy rag unto God. And God said this himself in his word. This is important because the Bible also says that the eyes of the Lord are upon his children. Now, I want you to watch this. The eyes of the Lord are upon his children, which means if the Lord were to look away from a person because of sin, you become open and vulnerable for Satan to attack. And that's what Psalm 34 verse 15 to 17 says. And I read, it says, The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. Did you see that? So his eyes are upon the righteous and his ears open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. Hallelujah. And the Lord says in his word, My eyes cannot behold iniquity. No wonder King David lamented in the book of Psalms. He says, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me, which means if he keeps iniquity in his heart and does not confess them, he will pray and the Lord will not hear him. Hallelujah. And so this thing about God not wanting to look upon us when we sin, because the Bible says the eyes of the Lord are upon his children and sin is like filthy rag, which means when we sin, God looks away. And that's why Habakkuk, the book of Habakkuk chapter 1 verse 13, it says here, and it captures it very well. It says, thou art of a purer eyes. Did you hear that? It says, that thou art of a purer eyes, which means the eyes of the Lord are pure and cannot behold iniquity. So when we're living in sin, the Lord looks away. Now, it says, thou art of purer eyes than to behold evil, and cannot look on iniquity. Wherefore lookest thou upon them that deal treacherously, and holdest thy tongue, when the wicked devoureth the man that is more righteous than he? I mean, the key point here is for you to understand that the Bible says in the book of Psalm 34, 15 to 17, that the eyes of the Lord are upon his children. But when they sin, Habakkuk 1, 13 says, his eyes are pure. So which means 
for a brief moment whilst you are living in sin, the Lord looks away because his eyes cannot behold iniquity. He says, and cannot even look upon iniquity and your eyes cannot behold evil. Wow. Hallelujah. And so when we live in sin, we chase away the presence of the Lord. When we live in sin, we chase away his authority from our lives. Isaiah 59 verse 1 to 4, he says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save us. Neither his ears are heavy, that it cannot hear us. Hallelujah. He says, But, now he now tells us why his hands are not short and why he is not listening, why he's not reaching us, despite all the prayers, despite all the seeds that we've sown, despite all the fasting. Verse 2 says, But your iniquities have separated between you and your God. Sin. And your sin have hid his face from you. That he will not hear you. And that's why you find that when you live in sin and you are praying, it's an exercise in futility. Nothing will happen. It says, For your hands are defiled with blood, and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies. Hallelujah. Your lips have spoken lies. Your tongue had muttered perverseness. Hallelujah. None called for justice, nor any pleaded for truth. They trust in vanity and speak lies. They conceive mischief and bring forth iniquity. Many Christians struggle with sin to the point that they confess and promise not to sin again. The struggle is so much that every time they sin, they become remorseful, they ask for mercy, and the next day they go back to it again. And there are many who are struggling that way. Because yet in a little while, they go back to the same sin. And there are many Christians who are living in sin who don't even acknowledge that they are living in sin. And there are Christians who are living in sin who justify their sin. They make excuses for it. They want to back it up. They look for scriptures to back up why they should continue in sin. One thing you've got to understand is this. The people that you associate with will either help you, convict you of sin in your heart, or they will help you promote sin. Hallelujah. This is why Jesus Christ died and gave us hope of mercy. This is also why we have been promised that if we confess our sins, did you hear that? If we confess our sins, then God is willing to forgive us and wash us from all our iniquity and transgressions and sin. The struggle of sin is such that God's children must understand the reason God has asked us not to sin. Now, I know many people think um, God is asking us not to sin because he is a very rigid God. He's a straightforward God. Yes, he is a straightforward God. Yeah, he's, you're correct. But you see, the subtle and the real reason for which God does not want us to live in sin is because sin opens the door for Satan and his demons to come into our lives. So in actual fact, God is trying to save us. 
God wants us to live a healthy life. He wants us to live freely in joy and be able to come before him freely. Hallelujah. Remember, he is our father. So every good thing he wants for us, he gives us good gifts, his word says. And that's why he doesn't want us to mingle in sin because the adversary, Satan and his demons come in. That's why the Bible says, he that breaketh the edge, the serpent will bite. But it will require you to break the edge. Now, child of God, also understand that it's not all doom and gloom. As much as God does not like sin, he does not want you to sin and he wants you to live holy and righteous, he provides a leeway. He sends his son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for you and I. And by reason of his blood, sin is taken care of. But some people teach and say, oh, well, since he's done that already, I can carry on sinning. No, 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 no. That's why the Bible says, come boldly before his presence. Come boldly before his throne of grace to obtain mercy. Which means every time you sin, you have to come to him and say, Father, I am sorry. But what many Christians do when they sin is that they run away. You don't see them in church anymore. They run away. They walk away from God. They stop praying. Why? Because of the guilt of the sin. They run away from God. Child of God, that is the Adam and Eve style. You see, this was in the Old Testament. The Adam and Eve style is when you sin, you better start running. You run away. And that was what they did. Hallelujah. But with Jesus Christ, you don't run away. Rather, you run to Jesus. When you have sinned, run to Jesus. Run to him for mercy with a convicted heart. A heart that is truly sorry. Not the heart that is pretending. Saints of God, it's time to repent. It's time to repent. You know, we as God's children should abstain from sin. Not because we fear God, but because we love him. Hallelujah. It's important you understand that. I'm going to say this again. It's important that we as God's children should stay away from sin, not because we fear God, but because we love him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want you to look out for the part two of this subject matter, the trap of sin, and God will bless you yet even more. God bless you. To support this podcast and our ministry so that you can help us to continue to reach people around the world, please click on the link in the description. And until I come your way again, keep living in an atmosphere of restoration. God bless you.